At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to Live Bet Saturday. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook crown is yours and make sure you check out our new offer again $500 bonus bet for every thousand dollars you bet up to $2,500 use code BSIN over at DraftKings let's welcome in our next guest and talk some more NFL some more Super Bowl because that's we can't get enough now Derek Hardy nice enough to give us some time here today let's talk about it Derek first off general question Uh, we know at this point of the year numbers are tight general side and total not many edges to be had, at least that, that many people will tell you that. Are you of the same mindset that from the, the general pre-flop standpoint, you're not really going to get involved side or total? Yeah, I'm not betting any sides, any totals. My projection system has it basically exactly where the line is. There's there's just there's no edge. I mean, this is one of the most bet markets um, in any sport of the entire year. Like, there, there's no value on it. Can I, can I make the argument, because we were talking about this the other day, if you looked at where the market was just a few weeks ago, right, where San Francisco was laying six on Christmas to Baltimore, it would tell you that, you know, against Kansas City, especially where Kansas City was at one point, that this on a neutral is way different than what it would have been a few weeks ago. Are the upgrades that we've seen here and or the downgrade of San Francisco, so this is accurate where we're at right now on a neutral, despite the fact that about a month ago we would have been in a different situation? Yeah, I mean, you always have to take into account the most recent data. You don't want to overreact to it, mm-hmm. but... You know, when it gets taken into account, at least by my methodology, you know, in the in the correct way, you, you arrive at a line that looks very much like what <laughs> the line you have to bet on. So um, it's, uh, you know, that that's how efficient markets work, basically. Like, this is the most efficient market you will see all year in an American sport. And so we should expect it to be super efficient and unbeatable. Derek, I think the average viewer, if they will like the 49ers, it's under the impression that Christian McCaffrey is going to have himself a really big game. It looks to me that you're kind of looking on opposite of the end of that. There's even talks for CMC for MVP. What's your make of Christian McCaffrey in the Super Bowl? I mean, I don't have anything against Christian McCaffrey, obviously, but I'm also not going to pretend like I have any special insight over him, you know, compared to to what the books already know. Like McCaffrey's a great player. He's one of the best players in the league. He scores a lot of touchdowns. He gets most of the work for for San Francisco. 
Uh, but if we're looking on the prop side, like that's all baked into his lines already. Um, if not, you know, too much. So if anything, I would be betting McCaffrey under 18 and a half carries. Uh, most books have plus one Oh five or so. I think there's value on that simply because I mean, this game is going to be played in a dome, potentially going to be a little bit more passing than usual because that's what happens. Uh, it's going to be a closer game than San Francisco is probably used to playing. So maybe not quite as much rushing as they are used to doing. And there's always the the opportunity for, for injuries or for freak things. So uh, if there's anything on McCaffrey, there's value on his under. And I think there's value on Eli Mitchell's carries over uh, plus 105, plus 110 uh, over one and a half is what the line is. Uh, I think there's good value on that. And if you really want to take a shot, you can get like over four or five or six carries for like, you know, plus 2000 or some crazy odds. So uh, I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's definitely ways that McCaffrey doesn't get there, um, at least from a probabilistic sense relative right. to, to kind of what the lines imply. Yeah. So Derek, I, I'm one of those, like, uh, you know, I think we've talked a bunch, uh, like I, I really adhere to everything you're talking about, right? Market and all those kind of things. Uh, for me, I throw a lot of it out the window because man, it's a Super Bowl. I like to have fun. So I like to bet a lot of different stuff, but like to your point, so I've got like, I got Mitchell over on rushing yards. I've got Mitchell to score a touchdown. I got him at 72 to one to lead the game in rushing. Like I want to have some fun with some of these things, but I also think there's a realistic course where you're looking at it and, and at least Mitchell, especially what we know with McCaffrey and that neck, like you might have a little bit more run than I think the market expects him to. Yeah, it's absolutely possible. I mean, it's also possible that he doesn't see the field. Yeah. I mean, that is that is a possibility <laughs> as well. We are going to acknowledge that. Yep. But I think the chance that he sees the field enough to go over these very low numbers uh, creates some positive expected value on his lines. Someone we do know is going to see the field is Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback for the Chiefs. So there's a couple of props that you like either in the passing game, and there is one that's on his carries, which is something that typically you don't look at when you're looking at quarterback props. What do you like from Mahomes? Yeah, um, it's interesting you said it's not something you really look at with quarterback props. And you're right. And that's why I like to look at this market, because it gets so overlooked by the public. But there can be real value on it. So I'm looking at Patrick Mahomes under four and a half carries plus 105, even money somewhere around there, depending on what book you're going to be looking at. Um, This one I like from. From the standpoint of the game script here, so on the season, Mahomes has averaged four, 4.7 carries per game. The line is four and a half, even money. Looks like there's really not any value on it. But then you dig in a little bit deeper and the types of carries that Mahomes has been getting, he's led the league in kneel downs this year. He's averaged one and a half kneel downs per game. He's getting those kneel downs because they're winning the games because they're the Chiefs. But now we're in the Super Bowl. They're an underdog. We can't project Mahomes for one and a half kneel downs. All right. Uh, based on where the line is, we would project him for closer to half a kneel down. So you lo- lose a full carry there, basically. So all of a sudden, Mahomes goes from averaging 4.7, but when you adjust for the kneel downs, now it's you know 3.7, and and you're getting four and a half at even money. So there's definitely some value on this. Um, you know, you just uh, obviously have to hope the Chiefs don't win. And he kneels down three times at the end of the game like he has the last couple games. Well, or, I mean, I got uh, I was on the bad end of the last time these two teams met and he ran backwards, Derek, for like a million yards. And I lost out on this rushing over by oh. a hook. Um, that was a very, a very sad experience for me. I don't bring it up, though. I, I've gotten over it. Uh, all right. So we <laughs> talked about this, right? We talked about Elijah Mitchell. We talked about Patrick Mahomes. We talked about how tight this market is. Was there anything else around your projections that maybe there was like a small edge, but it wasn't big enough for you personally to bet it? in some of these prop markets? Yeah, I mean, I think the Kelsey receptions under, especially you can get it at pretty solid plus money right now, like six and a half plus 130 or so. 
Uh, obviously, Kelsey's been dominating the last couple of weeks. It's the Super Bowl. We have all the Taylor Swift narrative. Like mm-hmm. everyone's expecting Travis Kelsey to dominate. But again, you run out the full math, and it's like, well, six and a half plus one thirty implies he's going to catch like, you know, like seven and a half, eight balls here, and that's just like not the most likely scenario. So it's it's the kind of it's the kind of opinion that people don't really like to hear. Because you're telling people to bet against the good players. Bet Kelsey's under. Bet McCaffrey's under. And people don't want to do that, especially in the Super Bowl. Like, they they want to root for the stars. They want to have fun. Uh, but if your goal is to be profitable and make money, a lot of times you're given the incentive, based on where these lines are, to kind of bet that ugly side. And so mm-hmm. that's that's where I'm seeing the value here. So the value for you has been on the unders. That kind of works uh, against when it comes to, I want to put something on the MVP. So if you're looking at McCaffrey unders, Kelsey unders, then w- what would be your prediction then for who wins the Super Bowl MVP? Yeah, so I mean, generally speaking, the more popular the market, the less or the more efficient it's going to be. So yep. we talked about game lines and totals, like super efficient. MVP is pretty popular. I don't see a ton of value on the MVP market. If I was going to take a shot, it would probably be on a guy like Rice uh, around like plus 5,000 or Brandon Ayuk plus 6,000, somewhere around there. Um, you know, they're basically the focal point of their passing offenses. Um, and the odds seem out of line. Like Kelsey is like plus 1,200 or something. And Rice over the last, you know, what, 10 weeks has basically matched Kelsey target for target and you're getting almost five times worse odds on him. Mm-hmm. So if there's any value, I think it's on a, on a guy like that. Um, it's, uh, a guy like that instead of, you know, a quarterback who's obviously more likely to win it or McCaffrey or something like that. But the odds on them are just going to be super efficient and fair already. What are your projections? Yeah, what ahead. are your projections for, uh, for George Kittle? Cause I pulled out the pin and threw the bomb out on a George Kittle 80 to one ticket for MVP. I don't mind Kittle 80 to one. Um, I kind of like Ayuk more. Like yeah. he just he gets targeted more. He's more dynamic um, and he has long odds too. So I'm taking a shot on a San Francisco pass catcher. It's probably Ayuk for me, but 80 to one on Kittle. I don't, I don't dislike. There you go. Let's go ahead and get one that everybody is talking about your projections. For Kyle Juchek, <laughs> it's still oh, yeah. a thing. It has been. I've actually, for a couple of friends who don't live in Vegas or they won't be here on time to make their wager, can you please take over the, the what is it, three and a half receiving yards at minus 115? His over receptions for one was heavily juiced at minus 170. It has since dropped down to minus 160 now. So any projections for Juchek? <laughs> yeah, my projections have Juchek projected for... One and a half yards over the implied line. So there's a little bit of value on the over, but it's it's fairly minimal. It's not an it wouldn't like meet my threshold to actually bet myself. See, there we go. All right. <laughs> I've, I've been trying to talk, talk these crazy people off of this, man. This guy's got 17 targets all year long, Derek, and we're laying like a buck seventy to go over a half reception. Yeah, that's that's not for me. <laughs> See, there we go. I like it. All right, Derek, before we get you out of here, I've been asking everybody we've had on today, what does Super Bowl Sunday look like for Derek Carty? We got wings. We got pizza. What are we doing here? Pretty low key. You know, definitely some definitely some wings, um, you know, a bunch of appetizers and just kind of hanging out and enjoying the game. Yeah, I've talked to a lot of guys like you who are pretty serious with the projections and the way that you bet them. Uh, like uh, Brad Powers, who, who handicaps football very well, has talked about it like, yeah, I like to watch these alone, actually, because I'm kind of a pessimist. Like, I want unders. I don't want yardage. I don't want scoring. <laughs> and then you're at these Super Bowl parties where everybody's all excited, and you're just like, no, nah, this sucks. You're boo. You know? You're yeah. the one nobody wants to I'm be with. I'm the guy in the corner cheering when McCaffrey goes off the field and Eli Mitchell comes on, and everyone's right. like, what? <laughs> 
Derek, at least know there's one of us else out there. Me and you together on Super Bowl Sunday in different places will be cheering for Elijah Mitchell. Uh, probably his, his family, too. So there will be a couple of us. All right, Derek, it's good to talk to you, man. Thank you very much. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you, Derek. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. There you go. See, Derek's a smart guy. He's got good hair. Like That's, that's what I like to see. Some Elijah Mitchell love. Let's go. See what I mean, though? Is like, it's interesting to hear um, people how they choose to make their wagers. And one of them was, the, one of the things that he said was, you're getting Ayuk at 50 to 1. Um, what, what was it? It was, instead of doing Travis Kelsey at 12 mm-hmm. to 1, I'm going to seek the 5 to 1 guys on Rice because he's getting five times more, but he has been just as effective. I don't think that way. I don't think of like the line value of 12 to 1, 5 to 1, 50 to 1, whatever like that. I'm just looking at, this is what I like. I like this matchup. I'm betting it, whatever the odds are. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost everyone like, does it different. I'm saying it's very yeah. interesting to hear people's perspective. You get to learn a lot of insight on it. 100. percent It's like I said, value is subjective. It's how you view it. There is um, now. There's going to be a lot of smart people who get very mad. Um, <laughs> there is no perfect way to do it, right? We're all making our own projections of the way that you're looking at it. Now there are some mistakes that you make when it comes to the math out there that we can talk about, uh, but we won't do that now. All right, we're off and running out in East Lansing, eight all Illinois, Michigan State, 16:42 left to go in the first. We got plenty more when it comes to football. Don't go anywhere. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Check out the new website at vcin.com, folks. Looks absolutely beautiful. The navigation is a lot easier for those who want to pull it up on the phones. Well, guess what? We got a mobile first focus as well, so it works out perfectly for you. Functionality is way better, too. So make sure you check it out now. VSIN.com. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And the work that went into it was astounding. All right, let's welcome in our next guest. Uh, Levin Black is with us here, 49ers host. Covers, of course, San Francisco 49ers. No, the, the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, all right, Levin, I wanted to start with this. I hear you were out here, Radio Row. Uh, how'd you like it? How'd you experience Las Vegas? It was uh, a busy week, put it mm-hmm. that way. We were grinding. I was out there with uh, one of the guys I work with on our network. And it was, you know, 7 a.m. to about midnight every single day. It was awesome. It was uh, truly an experience that I will keep with me for the rest of my life because it's not uh, every year that you get to go cover a Super Bowl 
in a place like Vegas, which is built for an event like this. Yeah, I was going to thank you for that last line. I was going to expand on that, which was there was a lot of resistance from some Boomer Sison in comments about it, uh, about Vegas as a city as a whole. But as somebody who's a local out here, it's a pretty good spot. I feel like that's one that's perfect for everything and everything's so tight. Like this should be in the rotation, I think, going forward for the NFL. Yeah, it should be uh, right there with New Orleans. You know, I used to live in New Orleans. New Orleans has hosted the most Super Bowls. I, I feel like Vegas is built, like I said, for this, and it, it's a great experience. And, you know, times have changed. Vegas is part of the NFL now, and that should be embraced. Nick, as somebody from Texas, I saw you tweet something about the 49ers, how they had a team a barbecue with their players, coaches, and their families. I need the inside information. What was on the menu and where was it from? <laughs> Uh, the team barbecue. I'm not actually sure where it was from. <laughs> okay. It was just uh, something that I want to see. You see barbecue and I'm from Texas. I have to do last every single yeah, time. <laughs> Let's I, get... I'm sure it was not as good as Texas barbecue. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Let's take a look at Brock Purdy then. Um, one of the articles that you wrote was his progression as of course the quarterback for the 49ers. Personally, what have you seen from where, which area has Purdy improved on most, either on or off the field, that has helped him to excel and get to this point? I, I think the biggest part for Purdy that he has to progress is learning when to take the deep shot and when to give up on that and take the dump off. And he's been improving on that uh, all season. You see improvement there. That's something that young players have to learn. He is somebody that wants to take the deep shot, and he does not give up on it fast enough. There's been a lot of times where you see like Christian McCaffrey open underneath he can get the five, six, seven yards, and Purdy doesn't go to it until you know it's basically McCaffrey getting the catch and getting tackled for only two to three yards. Uh, that, that's a part that he's learning, and he talked about that specifically after the Baltimore game where he started pressing and trying to make the big play too much. And as long as he avoids forcing the deep play, I think he'll be fine in this game. One of the things we brought up when it came to Purdy um, was, by PFF standards, he was the second-best quarterback off of play action. And when you look at the way the 49ers attack offenses, I feel like these linebackers for Kansas City are in for a pretty rough day today. And I think that leads to Purdy having a somewhat decent day. I think he's a candidate for this MVP award. What do you just make of what Purdy has in store for him and how they're going to attack this defense with him tomorrow? That's the interesting thing about Purdy. He's one of the best this season when he's pressured. He's one of the best when you blitz him. And yet you don't want to just let him sit back there. So you got to come after him and hope for the best. It, it will be interesting to see how Purdy handles it, because I think Kansas City will come after him. You mentioned the linebackers. That will be a key. How well do they hold up in the passing game? Because Kyle Shanahan is the head coach of the 49ers, and that is a specialty of his. He loves to target a weak point of the other team when it's the linebacker, and he will you know, be merciless at that. So if they can find success against the Kansas City linebackers, which probably is the weakness of that defense, they are in for a long day, and Purdy will probably have a very good game. JVT and I have been on the conversation of MVP all morning long, going back and forth as to which multiple, there's multiple players, honestly, that could have a legitimate chance not named the quarterbacks for either side. So, of course, 49ers have so many weapons, not named Christian McCaffrey, a legitimate MVP candidate all season long. Uh, who on the offense do you think can also make a run for um, the MVP in the Super Bowl? Well, the sneaky one is, is Debo. Like you said, Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, those are pretty obvious ones. But Debo is capable of taking over a game. And if a team is going to let Debo get the ball in his hands, he's going to do something special with it. So if that's a game plan of theirs where they want to take away Ayuk, take away Kittle, take away Christian McCaffrey, that means Debo's going to be able to get the ball. And that, that's one of the unique things about the 49ers is that they can hurt you at all levels and you have to pick 
which one you're willing to be a little weaker at because you can't cover all three levels. And if you give Debo the ball in space, he's capable of putting up a 200-yard multiple touchdown game. What do we expect defensively here for San Francisco? I think that's been one of the big narratives. That's We've seen some downplay right from them defensively. We've seen some quarterbacks, Jared Goff, on the downs in which he wasn't pressured, uh, perform pretty well. So what's the expectation for the back end of this defense and what you've seen from them at some of their lower points this season? Well, they have actually played a lot of zone this season, but they do swap back and forth between man and zone depending on matchup. We know Travis Kelsey is a zone killer. Him and Mahomes are great at basically playing backyard football against you. Go out, find the weak spot in the zone, sit in it, I'll find you. So I'm expecting the defense to play more man. I would expect them to come out early and just rush their four and see how it goes. And if it's not going well, they're not getting pressure on Mahomes. He's having too much time. Then they'll start blitzing. But I would expect the blitz to come up the middle with guys like Warner and Greenlaw hitting that middle because that's just more effective against Mahomes. I think they're they're willing to trust Nick Bosa and Chase Young on the outside to contain Mahomes into the inside. They do not want Mahomes escaping up the middle. So that that's what I would look for is man and only rushing four to start, and then they'll adjust from there. Aside from side, total MVP, one of the more popular bets is also first touchdown, anytime touchdown. One of the prop options is, will the first touchdown of the game be a rushing score or a passing score? What's your prediction for the first type of score style and who's gonna, who is it going to be? A lot of that depends on who gets the ball first, because if it's Kansas City, then the passing bet is the better one. If it's the 49ers, the rushing bet's mm-hmm. the better one. Christian McCaffrey had 23 touchdowns this season. They are great at getting the ball in the end zone, rushing from the red zone. So to me, the Niners love to get the ball first. So I think that they will end up having the ball. And I think this will be a game where the first possession for each team, there'll be offensive movement, and then it will turn into a defensive game as the defenses have adjusted. So I think the rushing one is better. And if it's rushing for the 49ers, it's Christian McCaffrey. Levin Black with us, 49ers host. So uh, in terms of Brock Purdy and the pass protection that the 49ers have, we know about Trent Williams. Any worry here about a pass rush that might be able to get to Purdy? We know about the sneaky athleticism, but is there any worry here that a pass rush that's been so-so for Kansas City would be able to do anything on the right side? Not so much on the right side, because like you said, Trent Williams is there, but the interior is the weakness, and Chris Jones is there. And I expect them to move Chris Jones around. You know, Colton McKivitz is the other tackle on the other side for the 49ers. He's a weak spot. I wouldn't be surprised to see Chris Jones line up outside occasionally or at least twist and get over there on a stunt with the uh, DE that's next to him. But they also have, you know, Burford is not great. Feliciano's been playing uh, more lately, but he's also not that good on the interior against a strong pass rusher like Chris Jones. So if if the Chiefs are able to get the pass rush, I expect it to be up the middle, and that spells more trouble because Purdy hasn't had to deal with that a whole lot. You did mention the word weak spot, and technically you can go ahead and put your kicker under that realm. Jake Moody, as a rookie, 24th in field goal conversion percentage, that's 84%. In the postseason, he's made only three of five field goals. Could this kind of deter the offense a little bit from maybe going for it on fourth down more than what we're used to seeing? It will be interesting, because Kyle Shanahan goes for it on fourth down the least of any head coach in the NFL, and that's been consistent in his tenure. So will he change because he senses Moody isn't ready for the big stage? He is a rookie, and this is a lot of pressure. Every single kick is a is a pressure, but he's missed kicks in the middle of the game. He missed the uh, last-second field goal to win the game against Cleveland. So it, it's been kind of inconsistent. I think the hope would be get him an early kick and see how he does, and then if, he, if he's shaky on that, they might start going for it on fourth down over and over. I will say that 
that is probably the most nervous I am is when Moody is lined up there because you don't know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. All right, speaking of Shanahan, you trust him as a decision maker? I know that's been one of the big things for him. <laughs> uh, it depends on the situation. Yeah. Like I said, he is not aggressive enough on fourth down. Now, creating a scheme, he's really good at it. The thing I'll say is he's stubborn. Once he go, goes into the game with a certain scheme, he's slow to adjust out of that, and that's why they've had these slow starts in the playoffs. They've come out, the offense hasn't been right. Then he makes adjustments at halftime, and suddenly the offense wakes up. So does he have the right scheme or not? If he doesn't have the right scheme, I do not trust him to adjust fast enough. If he has the right scheme, then Kansas City's in for a long day. All right, Levin, what do you expect tomorrow? I expect a defensive battle. I don't think either team's hitting 30. I think that you could see both teams squeak into the 20s, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is a 17-14 game. But I, I picked the 49ers 24-20. to all right, I like it. Right around where I had 21-14. Uh, so, you know what? Because you agree with me, you're a smart man. Uh, Levin Black, we appreciate it, sir. Thank you very Thank much. You. Yeah, no problem. You got it. Yeah, low scoring. I think uh, the, it does seem that those who like the 49ers tend to gravitate toward more a low scoring game. So. Really? I think, kind of I think it's opposite. I think if you like the Chiefs, it's more of the under. You like San Francisco, it's because you think the offense is going to absolutely go off, so the over. No, I think uh, I think a lot of us believe that this Chiefs offense is going to continue to struggle, as we've seen all season. I think a lot of people think that. Who knows? But I do know that the people who have picked the 49ers are the smart people. I can tell you that. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. Drew Martin's going to be with us. Get his thoughts. NFL college basketball handicap for what we're going to see in, you guessed it, Super Bowl 58. Folks, make sure you check out the offer that we've got up on the website at vcin.com. But also, make sure you check out the DraftKings offer as well. It's an exclusive offer for DraftKings customers. Earn a $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet, up to $2,500. Don't wait. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code vcin when you sign up. Earn a $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet right now. All right, let's welcome in our next guest. Friend of the show, dare we say. Drew Martin is nice enough to give us some time here today. Follow him on Twitter, Drew Martin Betts. Wager Talk is where you can find the work as well. All right, Drew, this is what I'm talking about, man. See, this is why I like you. You come in here. I keep telling Pam, I'm like, Pam, you got to have some fun. You got to start to look at this, man. You got to start to really mess around. Mm -hmm. And that's why I want to start with the first thing that was sent to me on this list. Drew Martin likes the San Francisco 49ers to call the first time out. Give it to me. How about it, JVT? (laughs) Um... You know, just going down kind of the list of prop bets for the Super Bowl here, it kind of came to me, you know, Kyle Shanahan from the Shanahan coaching tree, whether it be Sean McVay, uh, Mike McDaniel, they're kind of loose with timeouts, making sure that their offense is kind of in rhythm, everybody where they're supposed to be. So that's where it kind of started with me, kind of the mindset of this bet. And then I went back doing some research here, JVT, and sure enough, he is looser with the timeouts. In both playoff games, the 49ers called a first time, the first timeout on their first drive. And I think it has something to do with experience at the quarterback position. You add on to that Patrick Mahomes, you know, he has a lot of experience in the Super Bowl, everything coming into the first drive. He's kind of used to that. And then you go back in their playoff games. They scored on all three first drives, whether it be against the Bills, the Ravens, or the Dolphins. So all of that put together, I think San Francisco here, minus 108 on both sides, it should be a heavier favorite to call the first time out. 
Drew, I tend to look at these props as like JVT alluded, like I'm a little bit more conservative, yes, but I also look at the angle of like, hey, let's keep it simple. And I like your next bet because it's Brock Purdy over 12 and a half rushing yards. We did see him uh, showcase the scrambling ability. You are also on it. Can you explain a little further? Absolutely, Pam. And, you know, I, I think that his kind of, you know, mindset coming into this again is going to be to advance your team, you know, and his athletic ability, a four-year starter at Iowa State. I feel that him coming into here is going up against the Kansas City Chiefs defense that they've let up their opposition's quarterback to run for a whole lot of yards, Pam. So this kind of, you know, mindset going up against the defense that hasn't been good stopping the opposition's quarterback from running the football. I think that this sets up very well. Brock Purdy just ran for almost 50 yards against the Detroit Lions defense. So all of this sets up for 12 and a half yards. Hey, if, if there's a chance to like alt this bet to the over, I like that as well, Pam. I could only find it at 12 and a half. So I bet it up and over for Brock Purdy rushing yards. All right. Kansas City Chiefs are uh, the underdog here and it's moving in their direction. And uh, you bet the side in favor of Patrick Mahomes, huh? Yeah, how about this, JVT? I, mean, I almost feel like betting the big game, you, you got to have a side. That's how I've always sure. felt about it. And strength of schedule is something that I think is a little bit underrated as well. The Chiefs coming into the Super Bowl with the more difficult strength of schedule. We get Patrick Mahomes again. I feel that there is something to the quarterback to being in this game and catching points. And JVT, at the end of it, I almost feel it's something – you know, at the end of this game, if you bet the if you had a chance to bet the Chiefs plus points, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, call me a square, call me a Swifty. <laughs> I really don't care, JVT. At the end of the day, if the Chiefs win this game and I bet the 49ers I almost feel like, man, I had a chance to bet this kind of dynasty almost like mm -hmm. a future dynasty with Patrick Mahomes at the quarterback position. And I didn't take the points. I think that I, I don't think that would sit very well with me, my man. So I to totally understandable. The guy's what is he? 10 one one against the spread as an underdog, man. Like the, the guy continues to deliver uh, overall philosophy when it comes to betting. You know, I was making fun of Pam. Yeah, she's boring. Like Drew, <laughs> I like to look you know, the, the sports betting space. It's all about, hey, plus you being making the right move. I like to throw it out the window, man. It's a Super Bowl. I want to have some drinks. I want to have some fun. I want to bet some stuff, you know, within reason. Mm -hmm. But overall, uh, do you tend to I'll put it this way. Do you tend to play on, on spots where you might have a little bit less of an edge than you generally would because it's the game of games you want to have a little bit more in the pocket? Sure. I, I, I'm picking up what you're laying down yeah. here. And I almost feel like, yeah, it's the last game. You know, we, we got to wait until, what, week one of college football. I mean, unless you're big into the preseason, you know, early August here. So I, I'm a little bit looser, so to speak, talking about, you know, calling timeouts with Kyle Shanahan mm -hmm. in that coaching tree. Yeah, I feel like, you know, let it rip a little bit and uh, pepper the board if you want to. Um, I think some of these prop bets, we don't get a chance to bet a, a lot of these, you know, like San Francisco to call the first time out. I actually really like that. I mean, I, I get that JVT, it's like a little bit more volatile. There's more aspects to it, but we get a chance here to kind of put a little bit of quote unquote value in our pocket, so to speak. So I, I, I kind of like to kind of dig into these prop bets and have a little fun. I will end it with you know, in terms of like sports betting, my philosophy with the Super Bowl, JVT, is I, you don't want to pepper the board too, too much because I've done this with the Super Bowl where you're sitting down watching the game and then you you kind of almost don't know what to do in terms of what you're actually rooting for right. because you have so many bets on the board and that's not that fun either. So, mm -hmm. yes, I like to bet it. Yes, I, I think have some fun with it. 
But don't go down the, the list and have like 25 prop bets because then you're going to be sitting there and going like, man, I don't even know what to root for. Nah, I got it. But I'll Nor have do you about, remember. No, no, no. I, I'll, I'll have about like eight to 10, you know? Oh, yeah, then call, yeah. call me boring and call me square. The one that I do like to have fun with are the anytime touchdown props. I like getting plus money value. I like rooting for individual players as opposed to the entire hole. So then give me a couple of players for first touchdown, anytime touchdown, or a play, player that could have two touchdowns. Ooh, the two touchdown prop. Uh, get some big plus price there, Pam. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I guess Christian McCaffrey, what, what he's uh, he's probably the leader on this. This isn't like a market I really jump into too much. Uh, Debo Samuel, I guess the two guys really at the top. And then I love the quarterbacks as well. Um, I don't think enough people realize like it, it might actually correlate with the under one and a half longest touchdown prop there, Pam, mm -hmm. in terms of like, when you get down to the one yard line, you know, and, and there's a lot of ways to kind of do that, whether it's reaching out for the end zone and not making it, whether it's, you know, getting a pass interference call in the end zone. So the quarterbacks to kind of like that one yard quarterback sneak, that's a touchdown as well, guys. I mean, it's kind of a cheap one, but it gets you, you know, to the window, so to speak. So I'll go with both quarterbacks, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. I think that, you know, it's a Super Bowl. You, you want to get the ball into your best playmakers hands and those two guys come to the top um and then the quarterbacks with the one yard sneak if, if you're needing something in the uh touchdown prop market bam mm -hmm. Ooh, look at this i was just looking at some props here Ooh, they took it down i had it on good uh i had it on good authority drew that my way by usher was going to be the first song so <laughs> i was going to see where that good was at authority yep, the little birdie. Uh, but they pulled it off so maybe my uh, maybe my word was correct uh, all right before we get you out of here i know we want to hit some college basketball and you got a couple of plays so give it to us what do you got on the hardwood today um, well, I actually got two, one okay. in the Ivy and one late night here, USC and Stanford. I'll start in the Ivy. 140 is the total minus 10 in the hook. That's Princeton as the favorite. Uh, Princeton's played four straight unders. They're one of the slowest tempos in the country and they're going up against Penn. Uh, the Quakers ha play a really slow tempo type of offense as well. They've lost five straight. This Penn team is just not very good. JVT. We add on the fact, I think I, I doubt we'll actually get to 60 possessions overall. So when you start to do point per possession, it doesn't get you to 139, 140 here. So I bet the Ivy League, Penn and Princeton to the under. And then USC Stanford late night. I believe it's uh, 10 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Pacific here. Tipping off in Palo Alto. I took it to the under 153. Stanford is actually the minus two point favorite. I kind of like the Trojans. I'm just more of a totals better in college basketball. Stanford's one and three, their last four to the under. They do play up tempo uh, for whatever reason. They play better defense and they're, they're not scoring as much as they did in the in the beginning of the season. So I, I think it's a little bit of a trend here towards the under that one and three, uh, their last four and USC five of their last eight falling to the under a lot of big names. You know, Andy Edfield at the head coaching position. I, I'm kind of surprised they're not better on the offensive end, JVT. Sure. I, it seems like offensively they don't mesh very well. And for whatever reason, they've fallen, you know, uh, to the under here, trending in their last eight games. So putting that all together, 153 is a pretty hefty total in college basketball. Keep in mind, 40 minutes, 20 minutes a half. It's not an NBA game, guys. So to get up and over 153, I think it's too tall of a task. So a uh, little conference of champions Close to the last game on the board. I like it under 153, USC and Stanford. All right, Drew, we've asked all of our guests, what does Super Bowl Sunday look like for you? What are you doing? 
Oh man, it's uh, I, I'm a big fan of you know going Super Bowl parties and kind of just <laughs> chilling um, with my own TV and really soaking it in. So I'm not I'm not one for like a whole lot of fanfare around me. Uh, having said that, I I, I do got to work and and bet the game live bet it. So I'm gonna do a little uh, here in my living room, kind of watch it with uh, my fiance. And kind of take it all in, my man. So that, that's how I'm doing the Super Bowl. All right. We like it. Hey, man, as long as you enjoy it. Drew, it's good to talk to you, buddy. Thank you very much. Thank you, Drew. Thanks for having me, JVT. Good seeing you, Pam. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Drew Martin bets up on Twitter. Give him a follow. We'll come back. Special guest in the studio, Kelly Stewart, is going to be here. Uh, fisticuffs will be thrown, apparently, uh, between these two as the <laughs> MMA match of the universe. Uh, maybe it goes <laughs> off here in the studio. Who knows? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Visa experts work for you folks. Start betting smarter. Visa Pro subscription. You can sign up now. Use a promo code LIVE. You're going to get that annual sub for 10% off. You get access to everything we do at the, we- uh, the website. Daily best bets. You get to see the leaderboard. Betting splits to show you where the money bets are moving every game over at DraftKings. Betting systems. Premium analysis. 24-7 video access and write-ups on every single sport. My NBA article for the day just went up right now. VEASAN.com. Check it out now. Promo code LIVE. L-I-V-E. Get your first year. VEASAN Pro Access 199. Side today, beeson.com slash subscribe. All right, Mike, get a little heated here. We have a special guest in the studio, Kelly Stewart, <laughs> is alongside. Wager Talk, uh, let's see, Superbook. You got a lot of stuff going on here. Yeah, being freelancing is, is, is actually really fun. Yeah. I, I got to say yes to all my friends and do stuff with them. And uh, yeah. I've really enjoyed this this football season. I'm kind of sad it's over. Well, this is why I want to start with you. And you were talking about this a little bit before we came on the air. Um, Vegas in this sort of environment, like mm-hmm. having the Super Bowl. Uh, you know me. I'm a Vegas through and through. You've lived here. You lived here, what, 15 years, you said? Almost 14 and a half. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. So this city and the way way it's handled the Super Bowl, your thoughts, what's the energy been like? What's the experience been like? Uh, I would say overall really great. So I spent the first three days at Mandalay Bay, Radio Row, got to meet so many people because think about this. 
when sports gambling really took off, right? Like 2018, PAPSA gets repealed, started kind of just chugging along. We started adding states. Well, now here we are six years later and we've got 38 states legalized. And that entire radio row is buzzing. You've got FanDuel, DraftKings, you've got uh, Fanatics, you've got all of these books, Superbook that I was there with, uh, and so many people are like enthralled with gambling. So I felt like it was a really different energy than I had ever really experienced before. And meeting people that you feel like you know, but you've right. never actually met in person was really fun. Uh, but I feel bad because I haven't got to do anything outside Ooh. of media stuff. I got to go to the fan experience for about 20 minutes yesterday. Uh, tried to kick a field goal, got in trouble for that. Can't do that. <laughs> uh, but I did throw a nice touchdown pass. So I still got it. Okay. So uh, I felt great. Uh, but besides that, I, I actually just had a girlfriend text me that lives here. She goes, hey, so what's going on on the strip? No idea. No idea. There are people here. Circus packed. I came to eat breakfast before the show. I get a steak at Saginaw's. You know, kind of get your yep. get your, get your your life together. Going to go over to live the golf tournament across mm-hmm. from the Westgate right after this. Comedy show tonight. Like, it has just been Jam nonstop. Back. So then what do you make of then, of like the future? Because I know that there's that baseball, the whole do we want to have the A's come into Vegas? Do you think that Vegas is equipped in the long run to have another sports team come in? No, I think they need both. I think they need an NBA team too. Correct. I really do. I, I think the baseball uh, product uh, in Oakland is absolute utter garbage. Hopefully that does not carry over um, into what would be the loss. Are they going to keep the A's they, Yeah, they are. They, they've they've also alleged their payroll is going to be $175 million by the time they get here. So it's it, okay, it's well, 60 right uh, now. <laughs> there, there, there's a lot of moving parts, right? Yeah. And I think putting it on the strip is going to be insane. Uh, if you just take a small sample size, and that will just use the Golden Knights, mm-hmm. and what it mm-hmm. did for this city, it... I was a Blackhawks fan, mainly because I had buddies that were Blackhawks fans. I was dating one, and I, that was the first couple hockey games I ever got to go to. And they were great, right? They won a couple Stanley Cups, a few years apart. And then the Golden Knights come, and they're supposed to be garbage, right? They're just like a piecemeal together kind of team. And it was awesome. And the city really bought in. I think they'll buy into a baseball team and an NBA team as well. Well, it's a basketball town, too. So that's going to be the best part. If the NBA comes out here, it's going to be brilliant. But we're here to talk football. Uh, so I've been my theme today has been a couple of things. We've asked people, we'll ask you what your Super Bowl Sunday looks like. It's also been making fun of Pam because I've called her boring, uh, that she's not betting a lot for the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, what is your bet. what's yeah. your philosophy here when it comes to the Super Bowl? Because I think, like, what I've been telling Kelly people is, like, you know, everybody's all, hey, plus TV, you got to do it right. I think it's a Super Bowl. Let's throw it out a window. Let's, hey, edges you might not play let's play them now let's have some fun let's play some oh. long shots what do you what's your philosophy JVT here? you and I are on the same page yeah. listen I, I I argue with uh certain people in the gambling community all the time about yes if you claim to be a professional you should only do certain things mm-hmm. I'm also all about having a great time yeah I mean I went to the K-State basketball game Monday night on my way to Vegas I laid over got a rental car in Kansas City and as we were driving to Manhattan boom hit that Kansas line yep Immediately opened up a DraftKings account. Well, actually, I found I already had one, which was weird. I yeah. forgot that I had created one when I was in New Jersey uh, for March Madness. But anyway, I was like, oh, I got a little extra money in here. It's like finding 500 bucks in your winter coat pocket. Yep. So I was like, oh, I'm going to throw together a little same game parlay. No, those are supposed to be for fun. And it missed by one, three. It is what it is. But that's what makes it so fun. This is the Super Bowl. Enjoy yourself. Keep your bankroll no different than you would on an average Sunday, sure. though, right. right? Like, don't go crazy. Don't bet five grand when you're normally a $500 better on a side with no edge. Mm-hmm. But yes, if you want to throw out your favorite prop bet, you have a player you love, 
fine, bet is over. Eh, it might be five points off the market. But that's because that's what people want. They want nonstop action to make this game more fun. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. If this was a Sunday 4 p.m. Eastern kick, I would not be betting it. Yep. <laughs> well, then, I know that you were on this, uh, the 49ers, of course, because I'm on the Chiefs. And if you saw our Stack of Stats podcast, we were on opposite ends almost every single week. So knowing that aside, what are some of the props that you do like in favor of the Chiefs? Uh, in favor of the Chiefs? I don't like any of that are in favor of the Chiefs. Uh, that is actually really bad. I probably should look and find one just in case I've completely handicapped this game all wrong. Right. Uh, but I do like the Niners. I did lay the money line with this team. Uh, I do like the game under. I'm not going to play the under. Pam and I uh, talked about this on, was it Nick Cost? One, we one did so days. many interviews. <laughs> right. Anyway, we talked about how we're looking towards the second half under. I actually think it could be a higher scoring first half. We've seen the San Francisco 49ers defense really make great adjustments in the second half. Their opponent team totals have been incredible. Uh, all that stuff aside, as far as props go, I'm, I'm looking for field goals. You can still get a plus money over three and a half field goals. I know John Murray and I always joke about kicking us for losers, but yep. it's going to be for winners on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What else did I bet? Uh, I have not bet this yet, and that's just because it's only going one way. Patrick Mahomes under passing yards. So I've been keeping an eye on that on a couple of the different apps around town, seeing if I can get the best of the number before kick there. I also think it's always interesting. As somebody who does do same game parlays for sports books and you know works for some of the other fantasy sites as well, whenever they like to boost things, yeah, 100%. I feel like I feel like it's like it's the strategy. kiss of death, right? And so I was never once looking at this, and then I opened my email and they said, "As I, uh, excuse me, Isaiah Pacheco." 14 and a half uh, rushing attempts. I'm like, well, guess I'm taking that under. So, you know, because yeah. they lower it from 16 and a half. Sure. There are just certain things that I always find to be funny. And again, you want to have a culmination of different bets. I think it's fun to have an anytime touchdown score or first touchdown score bet. I like mm -hmm. George Kittle. Uh, I think he has had not only his injuries last season and kind of getting left in the dark, I think he's really taken like second fiddle because there have been so many electric players, yep. but he is Brock Purdy's go-to guy. Uh, square one that I did bet early in the week, got all the way up to 14 and a half. Now I just looked at the app, it's back to 12 and a half. And I'm like, well, that's never good. Brock Purdy over rushing yards. So I think this should be like a really fun game, but I, I'm expecting it to be rather boring, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> not, not Pat's Rams boring. Right. But I hope there's at least that many field goals. Yeah, generally that's what I'm with too. I mean, now I'll say this. Um, so I'm very tried and true. Like I think it's quarterbacks for MVP. Have you said right. that? I did one of my fun bets. I have George Kittle at eighty to one to win MVP. Ooh, I don't hate that. Right? Like you said, he's their I guy. I might have to join you on that. See, yeah, I think that's super fun. I also like to look for defensive players. Yep. Uh, now it doesn't happen all that often. Obviously, Von Miller was the last one to win it. But I, I kind of feel like it's going to be the defense is going to win this football game. And I think everybody expects it to be Patrick because he is just so electric. And I don't want to take that away from him. You know, mm. I think the the biggest thing that uh, at 1 a.m. when I woke up, I don't, I don't even know if you guys, somebody texted me last, last night, like 1 a.m., they're all at excess, enjoying their lives. And I was like, you guys, I need one night to just like not. So anyway, right. then I can't get back to sleep and I'm watching, I don't know what channel, but there's like a myriad of like five people on this panel and every single one is like, can't bet against Patrick Mahomes, can't get bet against, what? I've been doing it for the last two seasons. Sure. There is going to be some regression. This man cannot do it by himself. Mm -hmm. He is on his way to be the second coming of Tom Brady. I'm just not sure it's this Sunday. Well, you did mention the anytime touchdown, and I've been with, I've been asking everybody all morning because that's my personal favorite bet. I love who's going to score first or anytime, but I'm going to go with first. So first touchdown of the game, who is it? Oh, well, I told you I bet George Kittle anytime touchdown. I would hope that it would be him. This is going to be interesting because you kind of have to, when, you, when you're building your props, right, whether you're building them out to bet them 
single as like singles like I did but then also put them in a same game parlay you need things that are correlated right. and I think that having a game script of how you think the game is going to play out is something that's super important now handicapping a first touchdown <laughs> score is just not that simple right. right we can find some value guys right there in the middle of the board right we saw I think it was uh with the Lions and I was so mad at myself I think it was Jamison Williams mm -hmm. uh, scored the first yep. touchdown and I wanted to put him in one of my my lineups to score a touchdown not even the first and I'm like oh of course he scores the first and it was like on a 45 yard end around right? yeah. <laughs> 20, I think it was like 20 to 1 to yep. do that right so that's where I'd want to be looking I don't want to bet Chris, Chris McCaffrey to score an anytime touchdown minus 320 at some yeah. Shots, like, mm -hmm. Because he's going to score a touchdown, I'm sure. At some point. Mm -hmm. I, that's great. But at that point in time, the value is now gone for me. I'm not, right. I, I don't, 150 is pretty much my yeah. threshold on the money line. But now that you put me on the spot, I guess I'm just going to keep going with George. I mean, sure. I, I have to, because if the, the way I see it playing out is if they're going to double team Debo. Mm hmm. And then also, by the way, for first touchdown, you also have to figure out who's going to win the coin flip and uh, how they're going to elect to <laughs> yeah. kick first. So who's going to get the ball first? Like I mentioned, I think it's going to be a higher scoring first half. I didn't bet the first half over, but I have some friends that did. So you kind of have to think, all right, if the Niners lose the coin toss mm -hmm. and the Chiefs. Chiefs deflect and they get the ball first, then it's not, I don't want it to be Debo. I want it to be George. <laughs> all right, Kelly Vegas. Again, we got to get out of here. Kelly, we appreciate you stopping by. Enjoy the night. Uh, hopefully, we might see you out uh, tonight because we're going to be at the same comedy show. Hey, so, we'll hey, man, it's Vegas, baby. All right, we'll come back last hour live on Saturday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.